Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit CARON.org slash lost. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. We welcome back our AM radio affiliates. <laughs> if our AM radio affiliates only knew what happens in the first couple of minutes here, huh? Um, but nevertheless, so yeah, I am Gabriel Morency. We appreciate you joining us uh, tonight. Uh, listen, whatever. I would tell you, oh, there's a no hitter tonight in baseball. Yeah, and and like you know, like basically, there's it's like saying being surprised there's a no hitter. That'd be like breaking news that Snoop Dogg smoking weed right now. Oh, I can't believe it. You know, breaking news, Snoop Dogg was just seen smoking marijuana. Can you believe it? It's going to ruin his career. Can you believe it? It's like another no-hitter. It's like, yeah, whatever, another no-hitter. Yeah, it's like, yeah, all right. So uh, who was it tonight? Miley, Wade Miley throws a no-hitter uh, this evening. What I want to talk about is my greatness um, as far as MLS soccer is concerned. And normally, normally I don't like jinxing myself. Like, when we finished in eighth place in the Super Contest at the Westgate Super Contest uh, for the 55K, I, you know, I always, like, I didn't talk about it. We expected the worst. It was sort of, you know what I mean? Like, just don't say anything. Keep your head down. Don't talk smack. But we've been talking smack through the MLS season, and we're not talking smack. I know it's, it's tough, but it's just lit. We're three weeks in now. We did it again tonight. Uh, we told you, the San Jose Earthquakes, these guys one of the hottest teams in MLS soccer right now. That's our boy Kyle, not Kyle in Atlanta, but Kyle in Toronto. Kyle Johnson, he's a San Jose Earthquake guy. And I tell you what, so am I. That goal by Rubin tonight was unbelievable. And we had the Earthquakes um, plus a half a goal and over two and a half. It's 1-0 in like the 55th minute or so for Real Salt Lake, which really is the stupidest name in sports. I thought the Orlando Magic was the dumbest name in sports, but Real Salt Lake, like at least Miami, Inter Miami. Miami's a diverse cult, like culture. Like Real, you guys don't even have bars. Real, how many Spanish people are there in Salt Lake City? And if there were, they would get arrested. Real Salt Lake. <laughs> That's it. Like Matias, this is not the stupidest name in sports. Real Salt Lake. As a soccer fan, as an Argentinian, aren't you offended? Yeah, I don't like that name at all. I've never liked that team since they got uh, put into the MLS. I got nothing against the team. <laughs> I got no beef with the team. I just think the name sucks. Bring it. To win, you need a plan. We're the home of sports gaming strategies and information. To give you the winning edge, you're listening to the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hey, Mom. First things first. Thank you. It's my one-year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. 
I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, Mom. Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost. These days, it's hard to find something you can trust. Your car? Yeah, right. Trust takes time. And that's why we're here. 24 hours a day. Seven days a week. We are your trusted source for gaming, odds, and more. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. This team is fired up. We came here to play. All right. He'll lose. What? Didn't you hear what he said? Look at the fear in his eyes. Listen to the quiver in his voice. He's a little boy lost in a game of men. You think we should bet against him? I bet my entire college fund on it. You got it. Mo, $23 on New York. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Morency. Uh, we're throwing it down on the Friday night uh, freak show. And you know what? We've got uh, great news. Tony Finn is ready to rock and roll. But uh, we'll get to Tony in a minute. Uh, Big Cat actually has been on hold here. Uh, the phone lines are uh, buzzing here uh, this evening, even though we've got a bunch of guests uh, that we got to get to still. But uh, it's been too long. Big Cat, great guy. Uh, Big Cat steps up. Are you there, Big Cat? It's the reunion tour, Gabe. Well, great to be back after about a four-month hiatus, especially on Clam Chowder's uh, big day today, 60th happy birthday to Clam Chowder. Yeah, it's great to hear your voice, uh, Big Cat. Um, how, how you been? I know it's been a little while uh, since since you've been around. We see you on Twitter a bit, uh, but uh, great to hear your voice. Glad, that, glad you were able to check in. How you been doing, buddy? Really good, buddy. You'll be back from week to week now. I was away on a hiatus, but... Uh, Definitely we'll be back week to week. I won't keep you too long. I know you've got some guests uh, rolling in behind me, but I just want to see what you thought about this uh, Aaron Rodgers fiasco. Do you think he's going to move teams, or is this uh, just a big hype for the Green Bay Packers? I think that Rodgers, um, I don't think he's going to move teams. I do, I do think that Rodgers will eventually, um, uh, hold on, turn your radio, you've got to do the old turn your radio down. Hey, Big Cat, why don't you hang up and I'll answer the question. But I'm not trying to run you. Okay, but. you bet. Have a good night, guys. See ya. Yeah. I love you, Big Cat. Don't be a stranger. Uh, to take calls. Hey, Matthias, again, it's like, ah, oh, now I remember. It's like, it's, today's like anniversary day. It's true. Now I remember my old days. Hey, caller, can you please turn your radio down? <laughs> like Larry King. Echo, 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 echo. Yeah, yeah, no, it threw me off. I was ready to give him an Aaron Rodgers answer, and I heard, like, I was like, dude, we're like 10 seconds behind here on the radio wherever he's listening. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, But as far as Aaron Rodgers is concerned, number one, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to retire as a Packer. Number two, I do believe that Aaron Rodgers will be a Green Bay Packer this year. Number three, I think Aaron Rodgers needs to shut the hell up. Um, I, you know, I, I sort of let this settle in and let's, let's see what happens with all these reports through the week and stuff. And let's just let, let's just get down to it here. What is Aaron Rodgers so upset about? Right. What did they draft a Jordan love? Whatever, bro. The Patriots drafted Jimmy Garoppolo. Brady didn't carry went on to one more Super Bowls. kept the, kept them on the bench. So little sensitive. Uh, number one, number two, you keep talking like where you want to go to a worse team. So Aaron Rodgers wants out to go play for the Raiders, really? Really, while well, you had the Raiders? 
I don't care. Aaron Rodgers goes to the Raiders. They're not winning the Super Bowl, all right? It's almost like the Raiders are the one team that would screw it up. And even Denver. So, I don't know. Is Devontae Adams a good wide receiver? The guy's a top three wide receiver, top four wide receiver in the NFL. So, I don't know. So, you got one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. They keep drafting running backs. You've got, like, three running backs. You got A.J. Dillon. You got uh, you got Jones. You got, like, uh, who's the other guy? Yeah, the, 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 the dude from BYU, Williams. Oh, yeah, Jamal Williams. You got a bunch of running backs. Your defense is decent. But you don't like your coach? You don't like McCarthy either. I don't know. Your coach, Matt LaFleur, is 26-6 and six as a head coach in two years, bro. Oh, you didn't like that you, didn't, you, know, you didn't like that you didn't go for it? I don't know. You didn't score on first down. You didn't score on second down. You didn't score on third down from the two-yard line, three-yard line, whatever the hell it was. So I just got to go for it on fourth. I just gave you three cracks. You didn't score. So let, if we actually break this down brick by brick here, what the hell is Aaron Rodgers so unhappy about? You make a ton of money. They offered to make you the highest paid. You they you bitched about oh Jordan Love. They said we'll give you a contract extension. I don't want it. Whatever, dude. I know. I'll tell you what's going on with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is trying to get out of Green Bay, except he doesn't want Packer fans to hate him. He wants to make the Packers somehow like the Packers wronged him somehow. And if you look at it and analyze this, where exactly do they wrong him so much? You didn't like Mike McCarthy? We fired him. We hired a new coach that just went 13-3 and three two years in a row. What, you don't like your playmakers? What, Devontae Adams? Yo, bro, uh, you know, I don't know. Like, Tom Brady was winning Super Bowls with Julian freaking Edelman and Dion Branch, all right? Tanyan was a steal. Valdez Scantling, I tell you what, I ripped the guy a couple of times in past years. He balled in the playoffs. That guy was making plays. What's your problem, Rodgers? What do you want? That's my take on Aaron Rodgers. Tony Finn steps up and then wager talk. What's going on, Tony? I'm just listening and agreeing. And What do you think of my Packers take? What do you think of my Rodgers take? Yeah. Well, that's what I'm talking about, and I'm talking about – I remember quite well. I remember like it was yesterday, Gabe, when Brett Favre wasn't happy that they that they uh, drafted Aaron Rodgers, if you remember, and didn't want didn't want to help him at all. It seems to be a virus there in Green Bay. I don't know. Well, it's 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 an ego quarterback thing. Well, Russell Wilson did the same thing. Russell Wilson did the yeah. same thing yeah. a couple of months ago. Throw it out there that I want out and see if any teams get crazy and do this, because I really do want out, right? And then don't say anything, and then yeah. after you can say, I never said I wanted out, right? Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers could come like, out now and say tomorrow or next week, I don't know what everybody's talking about, man. I never said anything. I said, I'm, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready for camp. You know what I mean? I never said anything. Uh, it, yeah, but you also, it, you it, also uh, didn't say anything while the house was on fire for the last 10 days either, Aaron. Like, think about it. Right. All it would take is one tweet from Aaron Rodgers. It's all a pile of crap. Settle down, everybody. I don't know where this is coming from. Uh, Settle down, whatever. He hasn't done it. He wants to watch the house burn. And then he wants to blame other people for it. Well, not only that, he wants to light it on fire. And then have a little uh, lounge chair and watch it burn. That's that. I agree with you 100%. That seems to be kind of his M.O. Uh, while it's been subtle for years, it's become... Pretty evident. And if if Mahomes 
five years from now, S out of a half billion dollar contract, then we're going to have to burn his house down because that's just craziness, you know? Well, Mahomes, whatever, is happy yet, you know, in 13 years, yeah. we'll see yeah. what happens, right? Listen, I was just talking yeah. earlier about Tom Brady. I was talking about Tom Brady and his father. I had his father on the show, Tom Brady Sr., and uh, he told me, this is crazy. And this was like th- four years ago, because I remember I was in a different studio at the time. And uh, four or five years ago, when I, when I played the Eagles in the Super Bowl, and he told me at the time, and it caused a controversy, and what's crazy is Tom Brady's father did an interview with me, Super Bowl week, and then he did one right. more. And that was the last time he ever did Radio an interview type thing. No, yeah, it was. Were you uh, on Radio Row? Yeah, I wasn't, but it was Super Bowl week, okay. whatever. Um, right, right, right. Okay. Me and Radio Row clash, uh, but that's another story. So, <laughs> but but yeah. But the thing is, even going into the Super Bowl, Brady's father, because Brady, we got we got picked up like it was like a viral moment type thing, because Brady's father yeah. said to me that Tom won't finish with the Patriots. He said, and this was like years ago. And he said, like, right. that's how crazy, like, the Bradys were already thinking ahead. And he point blank, and he called it. He said, he said, Tom wants to play until he's, like, 45 or something. And he said, Belichick's not going to yeah. allow that. And he said, um, he said, there'll come a day, and it was almost cryptic. He said, there'll come a day when the Patriots will want to move on, and we'll go somewhere else. And then I said to him, because I'll never forget, oh. I said to him, I said, well, I've always thought San Francisco. And he said, so did we until they never drafted him. And that's the thing. Tom Brady grew up a Niner fan, and he went to uh, to Niner games uh, with his father. They were season ticket holders. He was there for, like, the catch and all that type stuff. And, yeah. and you know, they're so hardcore. Tom Brady's father unsubscribed as a season ticket holder when the 49ers didn't draft him. That's hardcore. That's why the Bradys are nut jobs. They win. They're like Mendel bombs in this uh, Seinfeld. Mendel bomb. To win, you need a plan. We're the home of sports gaming strategies and information to give you the winning edge. You're listening to the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am and how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful. But we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org slash lost. It's hard to find something you can trust. Your car? Yeah, right. Trust takes time. And that's why we're here. 24 hours a day. Seven days a week. We are your trusted source for gaming, odds, and more. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. So, so what do I do? Just aim for the pond? No, you're not supposed to hit it into the water. But you hit it into the water. I know I hit it into the water. Well, why do they even have water if you're not supposed to hit it there? Because it's fun! We're having fun! <laughs> Look, 
request. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Renzi, Tony Finn, Wager Talk in the house. And Tony, we weren't sure if we were going to have you uh, tonight. Listen, it's been a weird day as it is. It's been a weird week. So I was sort of, I was expecting some weird stuff to happen tonight, uh, to be honest. Uh, but um, normally you retweet us, and normally I give you a message, but yeah. I didn't today. And yeah. I'm like, all right, Tony never didn't send everything out. We told our producers to uh, to text you. And I said, you know, I got a weird feeling yeah. about Finn tonight, actually. I said, text him. And they said, no, no response. And we, we just thought, all right, I don't know, something happened tonight. But what was going on? Were you, like, uh, bailing someone out of jail or something tonight? What, what was going on? That's absolutely exactly spot <laughs> on what I had to do. And are it's you, a mess are you dead serious? here to do that. Are you serious? Are you serious? You had to go down serious, to Clark County and get someone out? Really? You posted bail for someone? I went to the county. It, I went to the county. It was a county, which is, uh, like I said, it's a mess there. Uh, uh, it's a four-hour, five-hour deal, you know. And then even after you bail, it, uh, it, it could be Monday before they release them. Wow. Wow. All right, yeah. I don't. I don't want to get too yeah. personal. That's a good story, but was it something no, stupid, or was it some? Was it something stupid well, or serious? Anytime, anytime you go to jail, ninety nine percent of the time it's pretty stupid, um, in one way, fashion, or form. Yeah, pretty stupid. It's a. It's a. It's a, it's a I kind of know almost. Some, some, right, so some reason, without, for some reason, let me alcohol. Yeah. Alcohol and life yeah. don't mix with some people. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> that's a very, uh, that's, that's a very, uh, that's a very good point. I saw an episode of The Simpsons the other day. Someone was trying to kill Homer, and they said, how many enemies, enemies do you have? And they went through, like, the, the memory type thing, and it was, like, kind of like 200. And someone said, how do you have so many enemies, man, like, as a middle-aged man? And you know what Homer told him? I have a drinking problem. <laughs> That's what he said. He goes, I have a drinking problem. That was a great answer. He said, you know what he said? And the actual line was, Homer said, I'm a people person with a drinking problem. <laughs> I like so, it. I like it. So I, without, like it, I said, know, I'm not trying, I don't want to get personal. Like, I'm not trying to get into your guy's business, yeah. but. Is it a deal when someone visiting you from out of town and just like went crazy? Oh, no, Vegas. No, it's and, a local. no, no. It's really a, low, even a worse. Native, <laughs> a native, native Vegas uh, guy. Just a friend, a guy I got to know uh, when I moved here. Like I said, I worked here for twenty years, twenty five, and and um, then when I moved here, he was a re- one of my wife's taverns uh, that she that were a company she works for, big uh, a big corp here. In, in Vegas that have like 52 neighborhood taverns, you know, and he was a regular there and, and, um, he's a race car driver too. So I was interested. Oh, I could see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I see what yeah. happened. Now. <laughs> Dude, I saw, I saw the other day on the news. It was great. And, and I've been there actually is, um, uh, a dude from like a uh, dude from Texas got busted in Vegas the other night. <laughs> He rented like a four hundred thousand dollar Lamborghini. You know, like the in Vegas yeah. guys, if you want to look like a player, you can rent like a serious sports car or whatever, right? And so this guy yeah. did, except he decided to get into the booger sugar and have a few drinks and he went out into the middle yeah. of the desert and stuff, right? So he figured I'll be you know, that's what happens all the time. And um, he yeah. went in the middle of the desert and 
I guess, I don't know if he broke a record or something. I think that was a thing. I don't know if they got him. It was like 160, 170, whatever. It was something stupid. Yeah. Like he, but right. they couldn't get him. They couldn't catch him. They couldn't catch him. Yeah. And, um, I, yeah, and he I, crashed. He yeah. crashed. <laughs> he crashed into the, into the desert. So they had a picture of like the car, like stuck in the sand and the cops got him and stuff. And they were like, they said, yeah, this happens all the time. Actually, tours come here. They, they go, oh, my God, I'm going to rent this Ferrari. And then what happens? After you know, a little Vegas couple of trick-or-treats, next thing you know, you're in the desert doing 180, Tony. <laughs> yeah, you don't. Listen, uh, mistake number one is I don't advise anyone to drive out in the desert by themselves because uh, um, a lot of those people don't come back. They just don't come back. <laughs> this, is the, this is Vegas in the desert. You don't do that. Um, you can rent a helicopter if you want here. I think I think I've heard that you could you know oh, if you have a license yeah, yeah, yeah. you can rent a helicopter. Oh dude, yeah. they gave me and Cam guns. We were uh, we were like on a three day bender. Rolled into the gun range yeah. at like eight AM. It was like uh it was like no 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 no, no <laughs> oh, issues at all. No, no. And just a quick story. Um uh, as well, speaking of Vegas, this happened to me. So I mean you'll like this, this is UFC. So I was good friends with Heath Herring, and he fought Brock Lesnar, and he made like 140000 bucks, About one hundred and forty for the fight. All right. 150, 145, whatever. Yeah, 145, whatever it was. So after, long story short, after tax, he made like 90K or something, right? So I, right. and I was friends with him. So I said to him, I said, so what'd you do with the money anyways? I said, you know, whatever, it's the money. And, um, and you know, I didn't wasn't getting his personal life, but I just it came up. You know, I was like, so yeah, I said, you got, yeah. I saw you got, and he goes, yeah, yeah. He goes because I said, I said, you got one forty plus sponsorship, whatever, right? And he goes, yeah. And he said, he told me, he goes, yeah. When it was all said and done, it was about a hundred and a little over a hundred or something. And uh, for me, and then he goes, I said, so what'd you do with it? And he goes, let me show you. So we're in a casino. He goes, let me show you. <laughs> we walk outside. We walk outside into the yeah. parking lot, and he's got this, like, BM, BMW Turbo whatever the hell, bro. All right? I don't know. I'm not a car geek, but it was like a souped-up BMW you know, with tinted windows. I, no, you thought he dropped it in I the casino? I thought you were going to say he had a Russian bride. <laughs> I yeah, thought you were going to yeah. say, come on, I want to show you. I have a naked Russian bride out in the parking lot waiting nah, for me. his girlfriend. His girlfriend's like uh, a female big po- a poker star player. I forget her name. He's got a girlfriend, like okay. a big, big-time poker player. She's like a star on TV and stuff all the time. But um, yeah, yeah. So we go into the parking lot. Cam was there, and Cam was with us. And um, and so he shows us the BMW and stuff. And we went to that strip club, the Palomino, in North Vegas, oh, yeah. which is pretty yeah, – yeah, it's a sketchy yeah. part of town, like really sketchy and stuff. Yeah. Right? So, like, so like we were partying. We're going hard and stuff. And then, same thing. He told us, let's go for a ride. He goes, let's test this thing. And same thing, man. We went out. We went out in the middle of the desert and stuff. And, dude, we thought we were going to die. Like, I think Cam might have pissed himself, like, type thing. Like, I remember, like, thinking literally, I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to die in the Vegas desert with a UFC fighter and Cam Stewart right now. <laughs> like, like, we're going. And... and 
And lo and behold, same thing, bro. I was like, you know, I told him. I said, you know, there was like a trooper right there. And he told me they'll never catch us. <laughs> it's like a Vegas thing. He goes, he'll never catch us. <laughs> and we're going through. And I'm like, dear God, man. Yeah, I swear to God, if we were in the middle of the desert, I would have said, let me out. <laughs> I would have been, let me, let me out. Yeah. Like, you yeah, know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, I know. Uh, that's uh, not... You know, it's like you just talked about the, anybody has a, any male that has some of the same uh, problems that I have with uh, making bad decisions would never have a girlfriend that was a poker player. She would know every tell I had. I'd never oh, get away God. with anything. Oh, I'd be the worst. Yeah, dude, uh, Tony, my yeah. ex-girlfriend, one of my ex-girlfriends, may she rest in peace. She was a freaking yeah. customs agent. <laughs> A customs agent. Oh, well, that not that not might not be that, a bad thing. That might be. She, yeah, I know what you're saying, but yeah, yeah, no, no. But I hear what you're saying. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's good to have friends. You're right in high places. She was like the head though of them. Like she's like the head of the thing, and like so, like she's a customs agent, and they they kept offering her promotions. She's like, nah, I'm good where I am. She, but she wasn't like she was into food and agriculture, so. Like, basically, like, she was the one that was, like, busting people that had, like, you know, fish, you know, monkey heads and suitcases. And, like, like she wasn't on the drug beat. She was literally, like, a, an agricultural agent. But you'd be amazed what yeah, happens yeah. in airports. Yeah. Like, in New York, a big thing now yeah. is people are smuggling these birds in from Africa because they, they race yeah. them. In New York City, in the parks, it's, like, a traditional thing. And they race these birds. And, like, so people will come in, guys, instead of smuggling drugs. People will have like 500 birds in like a suitcase or they'll like, like they're nuts. Like they try to come in with like monkeys and like, you know, like it's nuts. Like people try like a lot of crazy things, but she's my girlfriend and they did a profile like her job, which was like the government. So it was like a real profile test. So they did a profile for her and you know what her ideal job they, the description was? They told her you could be a judge. Imagine that, Tony. She saw through everything. You're no. right, bro. I couldn't even think yeah. about lying, and she knew I was thinking about it. No. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, no. The poker, a poker, a expert <laughs> woman is a poker. No. 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 <laughs> all right. So, all right, listen, we're going to uh, we're gonna get some baseball on the other side with the great Tony Finn uh, joining us. We still have Steve Merrill coming up. We still have Mick Ossie, so we're not going to keep you all night, Tony. Um well, I'm just okay. going to throw it to you on the other side. What do you like tomorrow? But God, did the Dodgers suck. They started to piss me off. And you listen, the Dodgers, uh, they'll still win the World Series. They'll still win the World Series. But they suck right now. More with Tony Finn on the other side. Four hours a day, seven days a week, with the sports gaming strategies and information you won't find anywhere else. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com, betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips, twenty-four-seven, as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering: real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen 
gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. There's knowing how to play the game, and then there's knowing how the game is played. We are the second part. Some call it strategy, but we just call it the edge. Come and get it. Your trusted source for gaming, odds, and more. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Sports Grid Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. My name's Bobby, and I am an addict. Hey, Bobby. Hi, Bobby. Bobby. You know, you folks aren't here because you're gamblers. You are here because you are terrible gamblers. Okay, Bobby. These folks don't need to stop doing what they're doing. They just need to get better okay. at it. The Late Night Anger Management Class. This is Portridge. You know, we've got a hardcore show today, and our crew and our chat is talking about New York bird singing uh, and the betting. Yeah. You ever, you ever, you ever heard about that, Tony? <laughs> and you're, listen, you're an old no. school well, uh, gambler. I, I, I have. Yeah, no, I've heard about it, but I've never, I've never imagined it or seen it or imagined it. I, I can't even fathom how they get those birds to race, you know, unless. Uh, no, they uh, don't race, pigeons, Tony. You know. No, no, they're not racing. <laughs> exactly. What do you think they're flying around the Central uh, Park in what did New you York? Say? I thought they were racing. No, 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 no. Bird betting. I said bird betting. It's um, unless unless yeah. I slipped and I said racing. So no, it's I said bird betting. It's they there. It's bird okay. singing. They sing. And why why it came up actually is because I just mentioned like at the airport, right? I said my ex girlfriend at the airport, and in New York City, like almost daily, they they arrest people. All right, so they arrest people. Uh, So here it is: New York Post reports Connecticut man attempted to smuggle nearly three dozen live finches from Guyana through JFK Airport and his carry-on luggage. The prize songbirds were concealed inside plastic hair curlers. That's the big thing. Um, which I thought, what, all right, so so basically there's these songbirds. They're beautiful, like little, like these little birds, but they sing, uh-huh. all right? Like not like Pavarotti. They're not singing Led Zeppelin, Stairway to Heaven. <laughs> you know what I mean? But they sing, like bird, like tweet, tweet, like the whatever. They sing, but like the, the term songbird, they're like the most beautiful sounding birds in the world. So... Basically, it's a no, but Tony, listen, it's a big betting thing. If you put them in the curlers, how do you prevent them from singing while you're trying to smuggle them? Unless you give them quaaludes or Valium or something, I don't know. How do you how do you shut them up? That's a good point. I thought you were going to say, how do you prevent them from dying? Which which a lot of them do along the way. That's the point too, right? A lot of them do die. (laughs) 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 No, no, they can sing on cue. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, but the point is, yeah, they don't race. They sing, and then you can judge by the uh, the response of female birds. Like, birds will respond to it type thing. So it's almost like a contest. It's a bird contest of who can get laid the most. That's like, I'll cut to the chase. No. Like, the bird sings, yeah. which bird attracts the most female birds to its call. And uh-huh. it's a big thing. It's like a massive, massive betting thing in New York. And like I said, you figure thought, all right. You know, well, at least it's 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 not dog it's not dog fighting at least, right? But no, what no, it, like we no. said, a ton of birds do die along the way. And get this, the birds sell for five thousand dollars each. 
That's why people well, smuggle them. Five thousand dollars each a bird. Them. Oh yeah, well, they're not a, yeah. Hot. Well, it's stocking a, them. Well, it's illegal, Tony. Yeah, it's a league. It's an illegal sport. Like the cops, the NYPD busted up. Like they don't it's like doing it because they don't like messing with songbirds. Are illegal? What's the world well, going to? No, but the thing is, the thing is, there's no songbirds <laughs> in New York or the U.S., bro. So how'd the bird get there? Well, there's you just violated. They wouldn't make it, man. Yeah, but you violate like they like where the bird came from Africa. You smuggled the bird in to do this, (laughs) and then you get into the whole ecosystem thing. They flew in, officer. Yeah, yeah. My my birds are partitioned. They're homing. (laughs) (laughs) I hear, I, I, I hear what you're saying. Uh, hair curlers, that's the big thing. All right, Mr. Finn. <laughs> Tony's having uh, a hard time curlers. wrapping his hair head curlers. around this. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. The, you, yeah, you, yeah. the big apple would eat you alive, Tony. New York City, buddy. You're like, you, you can't grasp. Come well, on. No, it's I, bird singing, yeah. Betty. Come on. Okay. All right. You got, you got it. All right. Cockroaches, bird singing. You can bet on anything in New York. No, I, listen, that's that's not true. I've never heard, I know we've heard the expression, I've been on two cockroaches. Have you ever been on two cockroaches? I haven't. Uh, <laughs> I well, haven't. it depends on that's, that, uh, what you, subjective. I've bet on some yeah, cockroaches. Yeah, I guess they, not. They, sure. that's they, a cockroach they came, teams. You're a good came point. They came drunk. Yeah, that's a good point. I can, I can live with that. I can live with that. I've actually killed cockroaches, but uh, I don't have a bet on them. All right, Tony. So speaking of betting, tonight one of my nicer picks actually was the uh, the Washington Nationals in the first five. FanDuel was dealing plus 158 for the first five. That's nice. I'm like, come yeah. on, man. I'm like, the Yankees coming off an emotional series with the Astros. Tyon's good, but he's not great. Corbin. Has struggled a little bit, but you know he's got good stuff. The Nationals, I don't know how they do it. I give them credit. They're, you know, I think the Nationals are they're in the mix for the division, uh, even with all their injuries. But they got Soto back. They're hitting the ball a little bit right now. They're getting healthier. Uh, the Nationals, and I said first five, and and then we hit it. So what about tomorrow? Here we got Max Scherzer on the hill, and it's Corey Kluber. Yeah, Corey well, Kluber's I, actually I, favorite here. What do you make of this one? Well, I think that's. Uh, I think there's a tremendous amount of value again on Washington. Now, listen, I don't like Washington long term. A lot of their underlying peripherals suggest that they're going to struggle as the season wears on. However, Kluber is pitching. His numbers, his metrics are smoke and mirrors. They are smoke and mirrors. What he's done so far, and I'll take Scherzer to buck thirty. What's the price? I think he's a buck twenty-five or buck thirty dog. Uh, absolutely. I will absolutely take Scherzer uh, first five and game. Yeah, down to plus one eighteen right like now. But it's hard hard to argue it. I'm not ready yeah. to take the Yankees still. Um, so the the Colorado Rockies. What are the Rockies now? So now they're uh, two and twelve on the road. So tonight, yeah, they were two and eleven right. and thirteen there, t- I, before tonight. Now, what do you think of this one tomorrow? Yeah. Well, we talked about that last week. Did not when we talked about? I told you if Colorado's away from Coors Field, their lineup right now they are a blind fade, completely blind fade. And I will t- tonight. I gave it out as a free play. But it, it was five to nothing. They, but here's the deal. Um, tomorrow, it, it, what you got is you have you have a, a guy who's also pitching with smoke and mirrors. Uh, and see, people are saying, oh, he's resurrected his career. He, he hasn't. No, he's been if, a little better. tell you what his metrics are. 
Oh, Carlos. He's better. Yeah, he's, he's better. better. commanding the ball better. But he's still, you know, he's, his, his, he's striking. It's 5.5 Ks per nine. And listen, as the season wears on, he'll lose a couple miles an hour of velocity. His velocity's pretty good, too, com- uh, compared to last for the 60-day sprint. But, but here's the deal. Um, Colorado's just a dead fade right now away from Coors Field. They're a dead fade. If anybody, yeah. if, you, if they're up against anybody capable, uh, you're, you're, you're going to still get up. You know, look at the, look at the number for tomorrow. It's, um, here's a guy that had just won for the first time since 2017 last week. You know, and Tony, I get it. The strikeouts aren't there. But if you look at Carlos Martinez, yeah. guys, and we we talked about Carlos Martinez earlier in the year, and we knew he was a fade earlier in the year. And you look, so in his first start, he gave up four earned runs in, in five innings. His second start, he gave up uh, three earned runs in five innings. His third start, right. he gave up six earned runs in five innings. And and it was like, whoa. And I, I jumped in on the last two, so I missed the boat on the first one, but I caught on. I was like, man, and go back to last year. You're right, Tony. The velocity slip, and I get it. But let's give credit where credit's due, bro. In his last four starts, he's given up two earned runs. He's given up two earned yeah, two earned runs. Uh, That's yeah, four he's starts. Won, he's won two in a row. Yeah, Philly and Pittsburgh. Last, listen. First off, uh, I I do want to give him credit because he's still he's still out there fighting. You know, wanting to do well. It, his desire to compete is not faded at all. He's he's pretty passionate on the mound. And um, but Phil, not not that Philly is a is a you know a walk in the park, but. At Pittsburgh, that's a pretty good matchup, much like a Colorado matchup right now. Um, Pittsburgh, after a good start, Gabe, they they can't hit the ball. They can't put the bat on the ball. Much like another play tomorrow, really the play I really like, if you watch any of tonight's game, Tampa Bay is striking out at a record rate for Tampa Bay. And they can't score. They can't hit the ball. When they're striking out, what, they strike out 10 times or nine? I mean, uh, yeah. it's just... It's crazy, Gabe. And tomorrow, everybody wants to talk about DeGrom, but the truth is, let's talk about what Tyler Glasnow's done. And under seven, what's the, to- the total in that game? I really like the under. I, was, I would half. play Glasnow. He's a steal. At a, yeah, seven he's a half. steal at a buck thirty. However, Tampa, it's I'm a buck fifty four on score. now. Uh, uh, right. I would yeah. almost, I would um, almost argue listen, that Tyler Oakland. Oakland at plus one thirty is yep. a live dog. I would look at the other side to be honest. Even though I would as good think as Glasnow absolutely is, absolutely right. Absolutely right. Glasnow, ten strikeouts in a game to close April. Ten strikeouts each game. Uh, he's throwing sixty nine percent of his pitches for strikes. First pitch strikes. Twenty two of the twenty seven batters he's faced this year strikes. Montas. He's listed as the A's. Uh, number one rotational guy, you know, he, but he's soft. Four point three eight earned. His ex fips about the same. He's surrendering nine point four hits per nine innings, and his strikeout to walk ratio is only two point eight. And here's the deal: he's going to look like Cy Young tomorrow against this Tampa Bay lineup that is it's struck out now. Um, they had they have had uh, 14, 11, 1140 at bats, and they've struck out almost three hundred times. Gabe. Okay. You know what? I think the uh, the A's plus one thirty four and under seven and a half is worth a look. Yeah, I'm surprised it's not even well, seven. The under, I just, yeah, Doug Eddings. Doug Eddings behind the plate will be wearing the vest. Tonight it was Bill Miller. Who's a, both of these guys are are two of the 
most pitcher-friendly umpires in the game. So not only do you get the comfy confines of Oakland Coliseum and their miles and miles of foul territory, you get Doug Eddings as the vest. And in 48, 50-degree weather with a 10-mile-an-hour wind blowing in off, uh, off the bay. It's, it's under, under, under. Love it. Seven and a half right now. Uh, you know, and, and you know what, guys? Yeah. This is why you, you spend hey, you your, well your late night week. hours. Yeah, you do well every week. Yeah, right. We did pretty well. Remember, <laughs> we had dogs last week, and I, we talked about Har- Harvey. They He won? Yeah, Matt, Matt Harvey. And we talked well, listen, about- I actually hit the Red Sox tonight, yeah. but Matt, Har- Matt Harvey's been good. Uh, but I'm with you here. Like I said, seven and a half feels high for this game. So I'm down with the under here. Yep. And I'm not saying Oakland's any yep. lock or, hey, you know, they can't lose. But oh. as good as Glass now is, you're getting plus 134 right now. And Tampa can't hit. So even if Glass, Glass now can throw a no-hitter for six, six innings, they can still lose the baseball game. And lose. Right? They can, yeah. Right. They can still, they can <laughs> hey, still lose the game. They, Glass now faced the A's. Once this year already, listen, the A's whiffed on eight of his 51 four-seamers and eight of his 33 sliders while missing all three swings and misses against his curveball. That, that made his, at that time, made his whiff rate 55%. That's legendary stuff. <laughs> uh, Tony Finn kicking us. All right, well, we got to more baseball uh, with Tony. We got some uh, picks coming up from Mick. We got Steve Merrill still throwing it down with us. I want to get Tony Finn's thoughts on the Chicago White Sox and the Royals. We cash the winner tonight uh, with the White Sox uh, with Rodon. I did Interesting. Too. Uh, yeah, but tomorrow, Lance Lynn, pretty big favorite tomorrow, minus 176. I'm not saying I like the Royals, but we'll get Tony's thoughts on that. And get Tony's thoughts on all these no hitters. Dear God, another one. It's like another day. And I, I predict it, Tony. I'm telling you, there'll be another no hitter this weekend. Bring it. Expert perspectives and actionable insights 24 hours a day. Seven days a week. It's the winning edge. What are you going to do? Not listen? This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. To win, you need a strategy, a plan. You've come to the right place. We're the home of sports gaming strategies and information to give you the winning edge. I mean, we're not just doing this for our health. You're listening to the Sports Grid Radio Network. The late night anger management class, man. My Twitter's really been hot today, really been blowing up. Uh, like I said, bit busy day today as uh, we threw it down on the Hammer yeah. Don uh, uh, podcast. And uh, then we were on the Team 990 TSN radio, a Montreal on their 20th anniversary show. Uh, so it's been been a fun day. And then, of course, game time decisions. 
game time decisions. And now we're rolling tonight. Tony Finn with us. Steve Merrill's going to join us. We still have it. We got to get to the UFC as well with Matias. So, what do you like, Mister Finn, tomorrow? Uh, what do you What do you think about the White Sox and the Royals? White Sox get it done uh, again. What are you looking at tomorrow, Tony? What catches your eye the most here, buddy? Well, I'll well I'll repeat that I really like that under in that that Oakland Coliseum between Tampa Bay and Oakland tomorrow. I like that under. And the the other game, this Lance Lynn. Listen, Lance Lynn. Uh, I I you know I don't want Lance Lynn's performed outrageously well, but you know he's pitching so far above his skill set. It's incredible. You you, you think about it, listen. Uh, first off, it was it's been who was it? It was Kansas City. He, he listen his first outing. The first two, no one runs, but he did. He lost to L.A. to the Angels, who can hit the ball. No, make no mistake, the Angels can hit the ball. They can't pitch, but they can hit the ball. He only worked four point two innings. He gave up six hits, two runs, so no one runs. Um, he went ninety nine pitches in four point two, Gabe, which tells you he's struggling with his command. In KC, he went six to nothing. KC can't listen. KC is nothing special. It, when all is said and done. They'll be it'll be Detroit and Kansas City at the bottom of that division in in October. I'm sorry, Kansas City fans. That's just the, the way it's going to be. And then he pitches against a offensively challenged Cleveland team, um, and and he loses four to two. Uh, I'll say this, you know, you have well, how could you say that about a guy who's two and one, one point eight two ERA, twenty nine strikeouts, an oh nine seven WHIP, right? But Lance Lynn uh, here he gave know this when the weather warms, gay, uh, Lance won't. Be productive when you're when you're 16 outs that weren't strikeouts, three of them ground balls, 13 fly balls. That doesn't work even in a yeah. dead ball era that we're in now. But Tony, the odds makers have kind of caught up. Look, they're big favorites, but Lynn has been money, bro. He's one of these guys that people don't talk about, right? They don't talk about. It. Look, this year in four starts, he's given up five runs. Not bad. <laughs> More with Tony on the other side. Bring it. Hey, Mom. First things first, thank you. It's my one-year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, Mom. Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen. For a different kind of addiction treatment, visit caron.org slash lost.